Hey everyone, Coach Sarah here from Nourish and Nurture and welcome to the podcast. Today we're going to talk about CBT. I am a CBT practitioner, a cognitive behaviour therapist and I have been doing this work for about 18 years within the NHS and in private practice. I'm also trained to work in different types of therapy but that's kind of my main type of uh, therapeutic model that I use with clients within the NHS. CBT or cognitive behaviour therapy is about identifying thought patterns and behavioural patterns that are unhelpful, the, the sort of patterns that no longer serve you. And part of that involves identifying negative thoughts, feelings or situations that contribute to behaviours that you would like to change. So the process can be really quite difficult because people do struggle to reflect on themselves without feeling like they have to judge themselves for it. But a therapist will never make you feel judged or at least a good therapist won't. Um, and so by taking the time to identify those thoughts can lead to really important self-discoveries and provide insights that are really essential to what's going to make life a lot easier in terms of feeling less anxiety, less depression and things like that. It's about practicing new skills as well. Um, in CBT, people are taught new skills for instance, coping skills and action planning um, and particularly goal setting. That's a big one. Um, and that's really important for any goal that you have, but certainly in terms of the goals being to feel better emotionally and mentally. And it's a really important step in recovery from a mental illness, helping you to make changes to improve your health and your life overall. And this will teach you how to identify um your goal and then how to distinguish between short and long-term goals and to um, set smart goals so goals that are specific measurable attainable relevant and time-based with a focus on the process being valued just as much as the end outcome it's actually way more stressful to think how far you've left to go compared to thinking and valuing um the in the moment kind of wins or that how far you've come it's much more helpful to, to do the latter and then in terms of problem solving that's another big one we would look at problem solving skills in cbt to help you learn how to identify and solve problems that might arise from life stressors such as maybe work situations or relationship situations and that can really help to reduce the negative impact of psychological and physical illness some of the steps involved with problem solving in cbt would include identifying the problem, then generating a list of potential solutions, evaluating the strengths and weaknesses of each potential solution, choosing a solution to implement, and then actually implementing the solution. A, a massive part of this work though is self-monitoring and self-reflection. So that's also known as diary work or journaling or um, completing worksheets, uh, CBT is pretty well known for its work, many worksheets, um, but they're really helpful because they involve uh, tracking behaviours and habits and symptoms or experiences over time and then finding those patterns, identifying any unhelpful patterns in particular and also helpful ones that you want to keep doing um, and then discussing those in, in therapy. Um, the self-monitoring can provide your therapist then um, with information they need to provide the best 
sort of treatment for you. For example, people with eating disorders um, would use self-monitoring to keep track of eating habits as well as thoughts or feelings that occur when they're consuming a meal or a snack. So it's, it's really quite helpful that way. And then some of the benefits then of, of CBT then, um, just to sort of backtrack a little bit, like the underlying concept behind CBT is that thoughts and feelings play a fundamental role in your behaviour. So, for example, if a person who spends a lot of time thinking about, I don't know, like plane crashes, um, may avoid travelling by plane as a result. And that's kind of what we're trying to change that uh, process from thought becoming um, an avoidant behaviour. Um, so that CBT is really to teach uh, people that while they might not be able to control every aspect of the world around them, they have enough control and they can take control of how they interpret and deal with things in their environment. And so some of the benefits then, the key benefits are that it helps you to develop healthier thought patterns by becoming more aware of the negative and often unrealistic thoughts that really do dampen your feelings and moods. It's an effective short-term treatment option. Usually you would get between five and 20 sessions and would be kind of, kind of quite solution focused as opposed to spending a lot of time um, going into childhood issues, although every kind of therapist is trained differently potentially. So for instance, I was always trained to assess and bring into the equation someone's childhood um, habits or core beliefs, which is when core beliefs are, are formed between the ages of not and 18. And so I feel as though childhood can have a very big impact on who a person becomes and therefore is totally relevant to talk about. So it does depend, like in any profession, um, you know, different therapists can work slightly differently and have a different emphasis in therapy. Um, it's effective for lots of different types of um, what we call maladaptive behaviours or unhelpful behaviours. Um, and so sometimes it's working back from the behaviours to think about the pros and cons of those behaviours as well as like where they started and why they started and making sense of that for people. I think normalising and helping people to realise they're not crazy. It's just that they are who they've become for good reasons, but that we need to look at what's helpful and keep what's helpful in terms of patterns, thought and, thought and emotional patterns and behavioural patterns, but try to change the things that aren't so helpful. Um, and you can get therapy, obviously, online or face-to-face -face, um, and even via email. Um, and then sometimes people would um, need medication as well. So hopefully that gives you a little bit of insight into CBT and kind of what it's all about. Um, if you have any more questions for me um, or if you um, are struggling yourself, please feel free to reach out. Um, you can either do that uh, by DMing me or emailing me. Uh, you can also speak to um, a close friend or family member or indeed a coach. But hopefully this has just given you a little bit of a snapshot on what CBT is all about and how it might be able to help you. So I will catch you very soon. Take care.